0: Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of the Katie's Tacoma podcast. I am your host, Katie, obviously. (laughs) I hope you guys are having an awesome day. Um, Today, we are going to talk about me, myself, and I. I figured it'd be just a neat episode to kind of give you some neat facts and dive into the world of Katie, um, where she began as a little molecule in this universe, to where she is now, to where she hopes to go in the near future so i'm basically gonna go over everything about myself except for give you guys my social security number and my blood type so that's what we're gonna do today so i'm really excited for you guys to listen in um hopefully you guys don't think i'm too weird but yeah we're just gonna get into it so first off i was born on february 22nd 1996 in southern california So, that would make me a Pisces, if you guys follow the Zodiac realm. Um, If you don't know what a Pisces is, a Pisces is known for being emotionally sensitive, gracious, and emotionally aware. They are known to be full of happiness, and they're very creative and imaginative. I am definitely an attribute of all those qualities, for sure. Um... I live in SoCal currently, and I've lived in SoCal my entire life. I've lived in many different parts of Southern California, um, starting from like the city to the more country mountain area, and then living right near the beach. And then now I live kind of in between the two. So I've lived in different lifestyles and different environments, I guess you can say. I've been homeschooled. I've been going to school. I've kind of been able to gravitate in different areas of life um, in the 25 years that I've been on this planet. So that's kind of cool. My parents, uh, they're lovely human beings. My dad is a firefighter. He's a fire captain for his local fire department. And then my mom is an ER nurse, an emergency room nurse for her hospital. Um, My parents are very important to me in my life. And they've taught me a lot. They've taught me how to be self-sufficient. They've taught me how to be loving and definitely a hard worker for sure. So I'm very thankful for the two of them. And I can say that they have raised me very well. Um, I have two siblings. I am the oldest out of the three of us that there is, Um, I am 25 years old, and then I have a younger brother that's 24 years old, and then I have another younger brother who is 13 years old, so there's kind of a little bit of an age gap there, but um, yeah, I have two brothers, and I'm the oldest. Everybody says that, or they think that my younger brother, the 24-year-old brother, is older than me, and I'm always like, no, it's me, so whatever, it's okay. I look like I'm 12, but it's okay. Um, pets, I have a horse and a cat. My cat, his name is Abazaba, which is kind of an interesting name. Um <clears throat> sorry. My cat, he is a Siamese mix. He is white with peanut butter coloring um around his like socks area and his um face and on his tail, and he has the brightest blue eyes. Um I named him after the candy bar. Abazaba, if I didn't mention that right now. But yeah, the candy bar Abazaba is a white Laffy Taffy with peanut butter on the inside. So he is the color of those. So I think that's really cool. Um, and then I have a horse. My horse is, is a buckskin paint, which I don't know if you guys know what the breed of that is, but if you were to Google the movie Spirit, Um, there's two horses in that movie, and my horse is the son of those two combined, if that makes sense. I named him after a horse that bit me, actually. (laughs) I was working at a horse ranch. I wasn't working, I was volunteering for a horse rescue ranch when I lived in the, in the, what is it called, in the mountains. I wanted a horse really bad, and my dad kind of said, hey, if you want a horse, you need to kind of prove that you are a responsible human being. So I volunteered at a little horse rescue ranch and shoveled horse poop for several hours a week because I was homeschooled. So I would do my whole schoolwork and then go and shovel horse poop. And there's this beautiful old horse, and I was cleaning the horse stall, and the gal that worked there gave me a cookie. She said, Hey, do you want to go give that to the horse? And I said, Yes, of course. And When you feed a horse when you give it a treat, you're supposed to keep your hand completely flat and for some reason I had my hand flat but my index finger just magically rose up in the air and the horse bit the crap out of my finger and I didn't want anybody to know about it so I like ran to the horse trough which is like a water bowl for the horse. It's ginormous and it's filled with a million and a half microorganisms and bacteria so why did I feel that I should dunk my severed finger in the water trough. I don't know. But I think I was like nine years old when I did that. But yeah, I didn't want anybody to know that I had just done that. And so like that I got bit by the horse because most likely my dad would say that horses are too dangerous and I don't need one. And the lady that worked or that owned the place probably wouldn't let me come back because she knew that I had hurt myself. So yeah, I have a scar, a beautiful scar on my finger. And I decided to name my horse after that horse that bit me. So interesting, I know. (laughs) Um, Let's see here. What else did I put here? Some random facts about me. Um, I won, I don't know if you guys know in high school when you're a senior and you know how the seniors kind of nominate people for like best smile, best eyes, most likely to succeed. Obviously, I didn't get any of those, <laughs> but I did get best personality, which is insane. I don't know how anybody even knew I existed in my high school because everybody like had gone to um, elementary school together, and I have moved so many times in my life, but when I got into high school my freshman year, I was kind of the new kid, and I just didn't think that enough people knew me in high school to vote for me is that. So I thought that was really neat. I don't know if it's because I'm really weird or what, but I was like, cool. So um, that's a random fact. Another random fact is that I used to do fake falling in high school. Um, I know that's kind of weird. Like what is, what do you mean fake falling? So the best way I could describe it is you go in public and you randomly just eat it, just Fall on your face, not like literally fall on your face, but like do an extravagant fall in public in order to get people's reactions. So like if you're like walking in a store and you just see someone completely fall to the floor, like they dropped everything, then you're kind of freaked out, right? So like I would do that and film it with my friends in high school just to get people's reactions. (laughs) I don't do that anymore because I'm pretty sure I have some chronic physical problems from that but yeah it was worth it in the meantime <laughs> um I've never broken a bone surprisingly I've done a million and a half sports and I am very clumsy um but I haven't broken a bone I've I have many scars though um like one of the sports I used to do was uh, mountain biking in high school and I would fall every practice and I would just be covered in bruises and scrapes and scars and my coach would always tell me, Don't worry, guy uh don't worry, Katie. Guys dig chicks with scars. And I was like, really no, I don't, but <laughs> so yeah, I've never broken a bone. Um another fake or another fun fact is that I have a fake tooth. Um uh how do I explain this? You know how you have your two front teeth on the top? Well there's two like symmetrical teeth beyond those two front teeth and i never had an adult one on one of my sides of my mouth and which is weird because it's like a genetic thing and nobody else in my family has it but i only had a baby tooth there and then yeah i only had a baby tooth and i didn't get an adult tooth that grew in so that's a a whole podcast in itself it's a very intricate um topic but yeah, I have a fake tooth there. And yeah, I'm very self-conscious about it. It's a huge thing. Like I said, it's, a, it's another podcast in itself, like me getting to the teeth that I have now. But I'll save that for another episode. Um, let's see here. Oh, yeah, I'm left-handed. Um, I am one of two people in my entire family that I know that is left-handed, which is really neat. Um, obviously, not a lot of people are left-handed in this world. I looked up some facts and it looks like only 12% of the entire population on this earth is left-handed. And let's see, they say that we are very musical, creative, um, and imaginative, holistic. We have a lot of insight and intuition. We're very creative and art savvy. Um, So basically, if you're right-handed, you use the left-handed or the left side of your brain. And if you're left-handed, Use the right side of your brain. So us left-handed people use the opposite side of the brain that most people use. If that makes sense. Um, my favorite meal is a filet mignon steak with mashed potatoes and grilled asparagus, and I really enjoy a nice Cabernet Sauvignon from any any place um whether it's Napa Valley Paso Robles anywhere I love a big red wine the best Cabernet and a steak and wine or a steak and side dinner um my favorite color is blue particularly um periwinkle blue is my favorite um otherwise everybody else knows that blue is my favorite color hence my truck my water bottle my my life (laughs) Um, let's see here. If someone was to ask you or say, Hey, like, what is Katie? Who is Katie? Um, people would usually say that I'm very outgoing. Um, I could talk to anybody anywhere at any time. I could talk to a tree. I mean, I could talk to anybody. So (laughs) I'm very optimistic. I try to find light in every situation especially the dark ones I try to just be like hey it's okay you know um I'm very funny to some people to my resources at least um I do a lot of dad jokes and I just try to be creative and make everything funny probably sometimes when I shouldn't but yeah that's me (laughs) um physical features well there's a lot of those (laughs) I basically look like Tina Belcher from Bob's Burgers. I look and act like her. I'm not going to lie. I'm definitely her, but you know, with cuter physical features. Um, I'm very tall. I'm five, eight and a half, and I'm very slender. I've been very skinny my entire life um, until recently, which I'll get into. But yeah, I'm very, I've always been skinny and I've had a very, fast metabolism my great-grandma used to call me a holocaust survivor she because i because i looked that skinny i was like oh that's kind of rude but you know she's a nice human being um she's no longer with us hi grandma if you're listening um but she yeah she used to call me a holocaust survivor i used to get made fun of in high school i'd used to be called uh, twiggy um people used to say that i was like bulimic and would make myself throw up in school um you know, fun stuff like that when you're trying to become a, a grown-up and try to deal with the outside world, but those are not true. Um, but yeah, I, I've always been skinny, and I've actually gained a lot of weight the last year. Um, I don't know if my metabolism is starting to decline or what, but yeah, I gained like 20 pounds last year, and like 17 of them have been since summer started, which was only a couple months ago. Um, so yeah, I guess I'm not really that skinny anymore, but it's okay. (laughs) I have really long limbs. I'm like 90% limbs and then like 10% torso. So I'm basically like a giraffe, a thick giraffe, thicker than a snicker. (laughs) Um, I have freckles. If you guys don't know, I'm like covered in freckles. Um, they are very prominent on my, on my face and, It's funny. My dad calls me a chameleon because when I go out in the sun and I come back inside, um, my freckles just get completely dark. And so I guess maybe that's my spirit animal, a chameleon. I don't know, but I'm kind (laughs) of down. I have these weird uh, markings on my arms. I don't know how to explain it. Um, But I basically have this weird permanent tan line that I was born with and It literally is like a straight line down both sides of my shoulders. And one side is tan and one side is like super light. And I just say that it's my mom's side, which is the Mexican side, and then my dad's side, which is the white side. And when I was in my mom's womb getting created for nine months, they couldn't. The genetics couldn't decide if they wanted to make me tan or pale. So they just kind of stopped in the middle. (laughs) So people like, will call me out and be like, girl, you got a weird tan line. And then I just have to politely say, you know what? It's actually how I was born. So then they feel all bad, but it's fine. Um, I am a fanny pack wearer. Uh, I have a $13 fanny pack that I've used for the last three years. And it's from Amazon. It's blue with pink flamingos on it. It's really cute. And... I'm also a socks and Birkenstocks wearer. Um I get made fun of it all the time, but you know what? It's the most comfy fit I've ever had and your girl is not getting plantar fasciitis in any time soon. So, I choose comfort over looks any days. <laughs> um let's see here, hobbies. I have a lot of hobbies. Um hmm. I'm very outdoorsy. Um I will find any reason to be outside whether i'm fishing, camping, hiking, walking outside. I like to walk outside a lot. Um I'm that person that you see like walking down the street with their phone like around their neighborhood. I always do that. I've been doing that like every night for the last like 2 months. Um yeah, I I'll sleep outside no matter what. I've slept outside like on a porch. I've slept in the back of my bed of my truck before I even have the truck cap and setup that I have I've slept in my hammock outside I love just being outside and I love staring at the stars at night and just just looking at the stars and just feeling like so small and you just I love thinking about intricate ideas and thoughts um so yeah stargazing is one of my hobbies and then I love hiking, like I said. I, I'm i a fast walker, people say. <laughs> like if I go to the movies with friends or if I'm like walking, I guess, in public, people, my friends will always be like, geez, girl, you walk so fast. But if I have point A to point B to get to, I'm going to get there as fast as I can. So hiking has helped me definitely with that because I can climb up to peaks very quickly. So that's nice. But when you go with people, I have to kind of be a little more slow to attend to their needs. Um, my favorite national park is Yosemite National Park. It is, I think the coolest place on this planet Earth. Um, I've hiked Half Dome, which is a really neat hike. It's 16 miles um, both ways. So you hike eight miles up to this peak and then you there's this another big slab of rock called Half Dome and you have to have a permit but you climb up these cables, and I swear, it's almost 90 degrees of an incline, and you just climb up it, and I've hung my feet. I've dangled my feet on the little diving board that is on the side of Half Dome. Pretty neat experience. Um, Yeah, Yosemite is my favorite national park in the whole world. My second favorite is Zion National Park. If you guys have a chance to visit there, it's in southern Utah. It's amazing, and Um, I've hiked Angel's Landing maybe four or five times. That's one of the hikes there. Highly recommend it. That's where I came from, Angel's Landing. I just, um, graciously, effortlessly landed there when I came on this earth. (laughs) Um, sports. I've done a lot of sports growing up. I've done, like, chair, gymnastics, tennis, volleyball, soccer, softball, mountain biking, um my favorite sport has been mountain biking. My least favorite sport has been gymnastics because I, uh, I'm not that like flexible, I guess you could say. And I'm not good with like doing somersaults. Like if I do a somersault, then I like feel like I have to throw up. I don't know. I guess I'm kind of sensitive, um, with my equilibrium maybe. Um, which also means that I can't really do roller coaster rides very well anymore. Um, I went to my local county fair like a couple years ago and I went on three rides back to back and I threw up on the third one so I kind of don't really do a whole bunch of roller coasters anymore so (laughs) that was really random I shouldn't have even mentioned that but let's see other hobbies I like to do are puzzles I love doing puzzles I'm working on this one right now that's um, a 500 piece one and it has it I'm very picky about my puzzles I like to have I don't like it where it's just one subject in the puzzle. I like to have different varieties. And so the one that I'm working on right now has the sky and it's like a starry like sky. And then it has the mountains and they're like snow capped mountains. And then it has this lake and then it has these people with the trees. And so I just like it because I can work on different pieces at different times and, I love it. Yeah, I love doing puzzles. Um, I love listening to music as well. I have to be listening to music 24-7, and I like listening to all types of music, um, from classical to R&B to EDM. Um, I like modern folk music, which is like Mumford and & Sons and Strumbella's and stuff like that. Um, I love oldies music too. That's my like default music is oldies i think it's just like oh you just can't go wrong like such good vibes um and if you guys like want to see my playlist on spotify my name on there is katie cat um it's my first name and then kat and i have like a couple playlists on there i have like an oldies one i have a one that's called hopeless romantic don't even get me started on that one but yeah that one's like I listen to that one quite often, and then I have kind of like a bougie, like, hot girl summer playlist, too. I think that one's called, like, Katie's Jam or something, but, yeah, like, I, I enjoy all forms of music. Um, it just kind of depends on the vibe I'm going for that day or that time period, I guess you could say. Um, Let's see here. Dang, I'm, like, out of breath. <laughs> I'm drinking some pumpkin cream cold brew, and it's making my heart, like, beat a little a little fast um, I think it's kind of wearing me out so that's cute um jobs I've my first job actually was at Hurricane Harbor um, and that was right when I graduated high school which was like 2014 and um, so yeah I was a lifeguard and I enjoyed it um it was a hot as heck summer where I where I was working at Hurricane Harbor it was like 110 degrees practically like every day and i would just sit out there and you know walk please and all right keep your hands and arms crossed and you yeah, know remove your sandals when you go down a water slide i really enjoyed it it was a lot of fun i made a lot of money that that summer i mean like for me it was a lot but now i'm like wow girl you were doing all that for literally nothing but um it was funny cuz you could you could get col- different colored whistles and i always wanted the green one because it symbolized it, like you being friendly and i always wanted it and i never got it i got like the safe one which is like a red whistle but i really wanted the green one but it's okay the red one means i guess i'm kind of safe um let's see another job i had was bath and body works right afterwards and i liked it there i spent way too much money there um bath and body works if you guys don't know what that is you said. To- they basically sell candles, body care, a whole bunch of like self-care stuff that is heavily scented. Um, my favorite scents from there are mahogany teakwood. And then I've actually converted from the fruity smells of like the female fragrances to like muskier man scents. I know that's like weird, but um yeah, like I most of my body care is all the men's scents because I just like the scent of them so yeah that's why I have those now um I've worked as an EMT an emergency medical technician if you don't know what that is it's basically like the people that ride in ambulances but you could also like work kind of remotely so I did that for like a year um yeah I would just walk around the mountain bike races and have a backpack and a electrical bike and go attend to anybody that fell while they were riding the mountain bike. And kind of sucks. One time I was like in the middle of the mountains and I had an electric bike and the electric bike decided to die. And the thing was like 70 pounds and I was like in the middle of nowhere and I had to walk it back like up and down these hills and I was really mad. But <laughs> um I've worked as an EMT in the emergency room as well. I got to work with my mom for a year and that was neat. Um I quickly found out that the medical field was not for me. So I'm glad I kind of diverted from that. (laughs) Um, Let's see here. I also, well, currently I work at Starbucks. I've been there for a total of almost three years, I believe. Um, I'm a coffee master, so I wear like a black apron, which is kind of cool. Not a lot of people get to have the honor of being able to wear that title and so i'm very honored to do that and especially they discontinued the whole coffee master black apron thing so um i got to earn that when i was only working for the company for about seven months which is really cool um i'm very honored and i didn't think that that would happen but it did so that's cool My current favorite drink at Starbucks is a grande pumpkin cream cold brew, and I put it in a venti cup with extra foam and an extra pump of pumpkin. I hate pumpkin pie. I hate, like, eating pumpkin, but drinking it, it's a vibe, and smelling it is a vibe. So, yeah, I've been drinking two of those every day since, like, two weeks ago. So, that's probably the reason why I'm gaining so much weight at a fast period as well. Um. Let's see, college wise, um, originally I thought I wanted to do nursing. And so I went to my community college for two years, did my nursing prereqs, got an associate's, a basic associate's, so like a transfer and get into nursing school. Um, I found out that I don't like the medical field, like I mentioned. And then I have been trying to get into nursing school because I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to do it because my parents want me to do it. And I guess it's a good career, but I haven't been able to get in. And there came a point where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to change my mind. I'm not going to sit around here like a sitting duck to do something I don't really passionately want to do. So I actually changed my major to physics. Um, And so I'm at school, um, my local CSU and working on a bachelor's in physics. And I work at Starbucks. Um, It's a lot, but I would like to get any job, um, I would love to work for SpaceX. I That's like my life goal is to work there. Um, even if I'm just a janitor, like I would be honored, you know. Um, I just really enjoy Elon Musk and his philosophy. And fun fact, he's also a physicist or he went to college at least to become a physicist. So I thought that was really cool. So I just thought that was really ironic. Um, My personality, I'm going to kind of delve in that. That's going to be a little interesting to talk about. Um. I don't know if you guys have heard of the Myers-Briggs test. It's like a personality test. I mean, no, I'm not like a huge like, you know, crazy or I'm not super dived into, you know, zodiacs or like personality things or anything like that. But they're cu- I I do enjoy looking at them and just comparing and contrasting how similar, how different they are. Um so the Myers-Briggs one it asks you a series of questions. And it kind of finds out like your genre of personality. Um, and so my result was I'm a protagonist. And the abbreviation for it is ENFJ. So Echo November Foxtrot Juliet. And a protagonist is known as being charismatic, inspiring, and a natural leader. And it was interesting when I was reading about like my personality, I guess you could say. And what was weird is that it said that I would be most likely found at a local coffee shop, which is really weird because I am one. I am someone who works at a local coffee shop. so that was really weird. And then I like how in the relationship, the romantic relationship portion of it, it said that I'm most likely to make the first moves, and that's totally true. like if i if I like you or like, you know, see something in you then I, and you're not making the first move like I have no problem making the first move like I've just learned like hey like you seem like a cool person like do you want to go get coffee sometime and so that was really ironic um so let's see here um now what's weird is okay I have to pause it really quick because it's gonna say that I can only record a maximum of 30 minutes so I'm just gonna take like a brief pause and then I'm gonna come back because this next part is like kind of interesting to me and I want to share it with you guys in the fullest extent. So I'm going to pause right now. Give me one second and I'm going to use the restroom. So I'll be right back. All right. I'm back guys. Sorry about that. Um, I didn't want to be like cut off randomly. And so I just figured, Hey, I'll take a break and then I'll come back. So what we were talking about was now my strengths and weaknesses. Um, I don't know if I feel like, so I could be overly empathetic and it could be in a good way or a bad way. It could be my strength and weakness. Um, basically, being overly empathetic is meaning that when someone is feeling down, like I want to go, I start to feel down and I want to help them feel better in any way. And I will go to whatever extent I can to help someone um, because I don't like to know that someone's feeling sad or helpless or lonely. So that could be, a, it's definitely a strength for me, I think, but it could also be, you know, a weakness because I have in the past been taken advantage of my overly empathetic nature. So that's something I'm trying to work on, um, is reminding myself that I can only do so much to someone, like to help them. Um, Another thing that can be a strength and a weakness is that I am very selfless. Um, I would take a bullet for someone. I would do anything for anybody, Um, a complete stranger to a loved one. I would equally do anything for them. And, um, that can be a weakness for me too, because in the past I have been taken advantage of my selflessness. Um, so I'm learning also to take care of myself because I, as soon as I can take care of myself, then I can take care of other people, but I can't take care of other people without taking care of myself first. If that makes sense. Um... One of my strengths and weaknesses, another one, is I'm very, very dreamy, I guess you could say. Like I run all these little scenarios in my head like, oh, well, we could do this or I could be like this or I could do this with, with this and um, sometimes, I mean, it's great because I think about all these things, but most of the time they're very unrealistic and practical and like they're actually going to happen, you know? So that's my weakness is that I anticipate and assume and think of and plan for things that will 99.9% not even exist in the future. Um, Some of my weaknesses include that I'm very germaphobic. Um, I've been one my whole life. Um, I wash my hands copiously or a copious amount of times a day um my hands are 24 7 cracking and bleeding and disgusting um yeah it's something i'm trying to work on as we speak but it's very difficult um i take like two showers a day i have to take one in the morning and at night and i can't wear the same item of clothing for more than 24 hours like i have to wear a brand new pair of clothing and it has to be with over a span of certain days. Like I can't wear jeans one day and then wear like another pair of jeans the next day. Like I have to change it up. I have to wear something different. So if I wear jeans yesterday, I have to wear leggings today. Or if I wear a tank top, then I need to wear a t-shirt today. And it's something that I'm, I'm trying to work on, but it's a little hard. Um, and yeah, I have to go to sleep with, um a new pair of socks every night I know that's like really weird but I'm like I said I'm exposing myself so this is what you're gonna get but yeah if I wear a pair of socks all day then when I go to bed I have to wear a new pair of socks and yeah so I'm trying to work on that obviously um I am a little OCD um and by the way when I'm saying like I'm a germaphobe and I'm OCD like none of this is like diagnosed or anything like that like I haven't gone to the doctor and then be like yeah girl you got this problem this problem this problem um I'm just I'm saying that I feel like if I was to be diagnosed with something maybe it would be germophobia maybe it would be OCD OCD if you don't know it's like obsessive compulsive disorder so you like do things repetitively you um you have to be organized and you feel like if you do something out of place then it's like the end of the world um so an example of that is I I'm always worried that I like don't lock my truck or I don't lock my front door or I don't close my garage door so (laughs) I have to lock my house like the key like put the key in the door and I have to do it like at least 13 times you know just to make sure it's just locked. Um, when I get out of my truck, I have to lock it at least like six times. Um, and then I always make sure that I close my garage door. Like my worst fear is that if one day I don't double check that my garage door is closed, that that will be the one day that it's open. And then like someone will break into my house or something. So, or into my mom's house. It's not my house, but so sometimes I have to take a picture of my garage door being closed just to give myself that that feeling of, no, okay, Katie, your, your house is locked. You're fine. You don't have to think about it. Um, another thing that I do at work, which (laughs) those of you that are listening, you know, that like we have headsets obviously at Starbucks and, uh, we like swap them out and like give them to each other and stuff like that. Um, I have to clean my own headset. I don't trust anybody else to clean my headset besides myself because I have like a certain way that I clean it. I, Take the sandy rag and I clean the mesh part of the headset, and then I clean the buttons and I like circularly, like counterclockwise, clean them, and then I clean like the mouthpiece portion and then like the outside portion, and then I always dry it with a paper towel. I know this, you guys are probably thinking I'm like insane, but this is my thought process, and I'm trying to learn that, you know, Katie, it's okay to not worry about certain little things like that like it's okay to let someone else clean your headset before you put it on at work it's okay to (laughs) it's okay to not wash your hands um like a certain amount of times a day it's okay to to not be in control of everything so that's definitely a huge weakness of mine that i'm really trying to get better about um Something that I want to talk to you guys about is like me looking into the future and where I'm at right now. Um, I'm in this weird phase, this weird like process in my brain where I'm trying to locate my place in society. And it's weird, it's a weird way of saying, but I feel the best way I could explain it is everybody my age is, you know, they're they're married, they have their careers, they have homes, they have kids that they're starting with family, or like they're starting families. And here I am, like, I feel like I'm kind of the oddball or like kind of like behind everybody else. Like, I mean, I have a truck and I pay for that and I go to school and I work. Like, I just feel like I'm not there like everybody else is. And it's a weird feeling. Like, I feel like I'm totally behind everybody else. And I feel like Uh, it's not a good feeling. And, you know, I feel like everybody else already has found their places in society with their careers and relationships and, um, everything else. And I just feel like I'm not there yet. And it's kind of an, a nervous feeling. Um, I'm just trying to figure out where, where am I going to be? Am I going to be a workaholic the rest of my life? Am I going to be the more free spirited? Am I going to be a brainiac that's working at desk Desk job for the rest of my life. Am I? Where Where am I gonna be? And so I'm in this weird space where I don't know, and it's very nerve wracking to me. And hopefully, I'll figure it out soon. Um, I'm also trying to find my my self worth and learning about myself. And you know, it probably appears to be that I'm a very confident person and have a high self-esteem, but I struggle a lot with my confidence. I feel like I'm nowhere near what you guys think. (laughs) Um, And I'm trying to learn about that I am worthy of what I may not think I am. So the best way I could say that is, you know, me learning to not settle with things and that I know in my heart or I'm trying to learn in my heart that I deserve more or that I deserve the best of the best and nothing less, whether that's relationship-wise, friendship-wise, career-wise, lifestyle-wise. I'm trying to learn to to value myself higher than I I was expecting before in my past. So yeah, it's a very interesting, complex idea that I've been juggling with in my brain for the last... I don't know, since the pandemic started, (laughs) because right when the pandemic started, I um, had just gotten out of a a little over five year relationship and I haven't been single in over five years. And then right before that, I was in another relationship for almost two years. And so I haven't been single in a long, long time. And I became single right when the pandemic started. And I'm learning so much about myself that I never would have thought before I'm learning how to be, like, independent, I guess. Um, I'm learning how to be a problem solver. Um, I'm learning how to fix handy things, like, on my truck I would, never would have thought I would do. I learned how to build a fire when I went on my week-long trip in Utah by myself. I, I'm learning that I can do things myself, that I am a confident, beautiful, young woman, and... Like, you know, the the earth is my oyster and I'm learning how to, how to value myself in such ways that I should. And it's really neat. And I don't know, I'm very excited to see where, where things go. And, you know, I have all these goals, you know, in the next five years, I hope to be married and in the next five years I don't have hope to have kids yet I'm not having kids for a while because I want to enjoy myself with my husband before we settle down and have kids but I hope to have my career started I hope to have um, a husband and have a house and more adventures and memories in between but you know I can only hope so much this world is rapidly changing and adapting and um, yeah I mean that's where I hope at least. I hope to have my career. Um, and before I end this episode, I just want to say that. Sorry, I just just <laughs> Um I just want to say that this Instagram that I've created, um, which will be almost a year now. Next month will be a year that I've had my Katie's Tacoma Instagram. But I just want to let you guys know that you guys have played such a huge role in my life. And I feel like you guys have helped me determine my place in society, which is to, like I've said before, inspire others to live optimistically and always be outside. And um, in the Instagram, I try to show that to you guys. And it's very valuable and very heartfelt when you guys um, DM me and tell me, hey, like, i love your your adventures i love the way you live your life thank you you know you inspire me to to go camping you inspire me to you know say funny jokes or try some birkenstocks and socks on you know so you guys just it's amazing to me because i feel like i'm doing something for a purpose in this world so i value each and every one of you and i value each and every one of you when you guys send me a dm on Instagram. Sorry, it takes me so long to respond. Um, but yeah, I just I appreciate every single one of you, and you guys have helped me be the person, the young. Or <laughs> you guys haven't helped me be young because, yeah, I'm I'm young. But you guys have helped me become the confident, high esteem um, person that I am, and I appreciate it. So thank you, and. Yeah, that's that's all I have for you guys today. Um, thank you for listening. My heart feels so warm right now. Um, usually it's pretty cold, so <laughs> my heart feels so warm, and I'm so glad that you guys got to listen to um, me talking about myself. Like I said, I talked about a lot, basically everything except for my social security, but uh, my social security number. But thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm excited to sit down and record another podcast with you guys. And I don't know what it's going to be about, but I'll think about it and definitely let you know. But yeah, I hope you guys have a good rest of your day. And like I've said in the past, and I will continue to say, um, always be outside and live every day like it's your last and be happy. And with that, I will see you guys in the next episode. All right. Take care.